Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. Happy Monday, Steve Trevelace. You and me till 11 o'clock tonight, talking all things Jersey. Uh, at 1-800-283-101.5. If you're an Eagle fan, you had a fantastic weekend. If you're a Giant fan, you had a miserable weekend. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about. I would be remiss if I talked about anything else. As a Giant fan, I can't concentrate on what's going on with Governor Murphy or any of this. Just thinking about the fact that the team that obliterated my team last week is uh, going to the Super Bowl this week. And I'm wondering, like, if you're a Giant fan, how are you taking this? If you're a Giant fan... Living with an Eagle fan or friends with Eagle fans, if you're in Central Jersey, you're on that line of demarcation, and it moves depending on who they're talking to, right? Some say it's Bordentown. Some say it's 195. Uh, wherever it is, there are Eagle fans in North Jersey. There are Giant fans in South Jersey. So, But wherever this line is, how are you dealing with it? If you're a Giant fan, are you happy that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They're representing the NFC. They're in the division. They've given respectability back to the NFC East. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You have friends who are Eagle fans, and you like to see the experience, you know, get, let them experience some joy that you have had with all those Super Bowls. And blah, blah, blah. Or do you hope they get obliterated? Do you hate this team with a passion? that has consistently beaten your team time and time again. You know, as you watched last week, the 38-7 spanking that went on at Lincoln Financial Field of the New York Giants, and you're a Giants fan, there's two ways of looking at this. You know, there are those Giant fans who will say, well, it's nice that the Eagles are going. If we can't go, it's nice that they go. You know, they're the ones that maybe marry the Eagle fans, friends with the Eagle fans. I'm going to root for the Eagles this time. I'm a Giant fan, but right now I'm rooting for the Eagles. I call BS on that. If you're a true Giant fan, you cannot root for the Eagles. Uh, you just can't. You know, think about how many years, how many generations your grandfather saw the Eagles smack around the Giants at the Miracle in the Meadowlands. Your father saw the Eagles smack around the Giants in 2010 when they came back at Miracle of the Meadowlands 2. We don't even talk about all those other games, like, you know, Clyde Simmons scoring a touchdown after Lawrence Taylor blocked the field goal. Carl Banks bouncing off Randall Cunningham as he throws the touchdown pass. We won't even get into that. But what I want to know, and, and I'll tell you, and you know my relationship when it comes to Philadelphia and the fans. Uh, 
I believe the Eagles are going to beat the Chiefs. I don't think Andy Reid is that good a coach. Uh, I can get into that. And I don't think the Chiefs are as good as the Eagles. So I believe the Eagles are going to win. But I cannot root for them. As a Giant fan, you know, when you, when you watch football, when you watch those games, that if you're a true fan, whenever you became a fan, you know, that little 12-year-old inside you, that little 15, 16-year-old inside you, I watched a game with my sons yesterday and their friends, and there they are. It's different when you watch a game in 2023. When I watched a game when I was 15, we all just kind of gathered around the television set and stared into a 24-inch color box. Today, I got a 58-inch television that I just got, and my sons are sitting there looking at their little phones. It's like, look up! (laughs) The players are bigger than you are! And they're looking at the phones, and they're having a conversation back and forth, and they're comparing what they see on Instagram while they're watching the game. But regardless of that, you know, um, times are different. But yet they're the same. That little 12-year-old that hated the Eagles then is still inside me then. And rooting for the 49ers. Even though, you know, the grown-up in me says the Eagles are going to win this game. I predicted the Eagles are going to win this game after they beat the Giants. But I want to know from you, 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a Giants fan, how are you dealing with the Eagles going to the Super Bowl? Are you going to root for them? Are you rooting for And why would you root for them? And what situation, what circumstances are you dealing with as a Giant fan among Eagle fans? I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance to vent, a chance for solace. You have someone here who understands the pain, who feels your pain. And again, Eagle some of my best friends are Eagle fans. God bless them. And enjoy. Experience the joy. That's great. But deep in your own heart of hearts, and if you're an Eagle fan, could you possibly root for the Giants to win a Super Bowl? How does that work out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. Joe is in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. Uh, great show. You know, I can never see um, um, Eagle fans rooting for the Giants, but um, I can see Giant fans rooting for the uh, Eagles. You know, I'm a big uh, Harold Carmichael fan uh, from way back when. Right. But um, Last night, do you believe the Empire State Building in New York City was lit up in green and white to salute? The Philadelphia Eagles? That's a shocker. I can't believe it. I can't believe somebody's gonna doesn't lose their job over that. I, I don't get that at all. I mean, uh, this is New York. You don't you don't do that. I don't I don't think they did anything in for the Liberty Bell or anything in Philadelphia when the Giants won. Yeah, yeah crazy. crazy. Yeah, I don't get that at all. And then they, the way they got around it later on, I guess their form of an apology was when later when the Chiefs won, they lit it for the Chiefs as well. Amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're right, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Very simple question. If you're a Giants fan, are you rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl? Why or why not? I got a Twitter poll up. Uh, I put it up earlier today. And uh, not a lot of votes yet. But uh, let's see. We put it up a few minutes ago. I got 46%. Very simple. If you're a Giants fan, who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? Eagles, Chiefs, neither. Uh, we got 33% rooting for the Eagles, 
we got 46.2% rooting for the Chiefs and 20.5% say neither. I'm telling you, with this Super Bowl, I don't even know if I want to watch the game, but I will. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a Giants fan or a non-Eagles fan, and now we got the Eagles against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It plays out great for the NFL. you got the Kelsey brothers, uh, tight end uh, Travis on the Chiefs, center Jason on the Eagles. you got Andy Reid coming back to coach against his former team that fired him 10 years ago. Uh, there's a lot going on. But if you're a Giants fan, who are you rooting for to win this Super Bowl? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, what kind of torture are you dealing with with your Eagle fan friends? Are you in the market of flipping homes? Robert Kansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your newly renovated home sold fast and for the most money possible. Mary Ellen renovated a home in Somerville. It's so much fun doing it that she decided to sell it and do it again with another home. She connected with Rob's team, who put their world-class marketing tools to work. In only eight days on the market, there were six showings and multiple offers. The home sold for $429,500, which was $14,500 over the list price. Mary Ellen got a great return on her investment and is eagerly awaiting the next project. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com or Google Rob. Sells NJ, and then you start packing. Here's fast traffic. New Jersey 101.5 at Pet Center in Old Bridge are looking for the Garden State's cutest pet. Send us a photo of your furry best friend. Our grand prize winner gets a $500 gift card to Pet Center. Thanks to our sponsor, Pet Center. Located in the shops at Old Bridge, got Jersey's cutest pet. Send us your photo on a free app or NJ1015.com today. 1-800-283-101.5. Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And unlike the last time, none of their fans ate horse poop from the street. Yes, they did that. Google it. I won't get into it. I'm serious. You think I'm kidding? Giant fans don't do that. We're dignified. I want to know, though, if you're a Giant fan, who are you rooting for in this Super Bowl? Are you going, A, well, I'm going to root for the Eagles because they're in our division and they represent the NFC and they're a good team. And, or are you rooting for B, I want the anvil to fall on their head like Wiley e. Coyote in the cartoon. <laughs> Super genius. Uh, I got a Twitter poll up. I'll give you the results in a moment. Carol Ann's in Old Bridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Carol Ann. Hi, how are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. Fine, thank you. All right, Carol Ann. Who are we rooting for? Well, I would root for any other team that's playing the Eagles. I will not root for the Eagles. Okay. I grew up a New York fan. Right. But since my chickens didn't win, I guess I have to go with the Chiefs. All right. Now, how did you feel about the Empire State Building being lit in eagle green? I wasn't too happy. Uh, my two son-in-laws both love diehard fans of the Eagles. They even dressed my grandson in an eagle onesie, so I wasn't happy at all. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How could they do that to the child's grandmother? How could they do that? You didn't even give them a chance. <laughs> you, you had your, your daughter married outside her team? I can't believe it. 
Two daughters married outside their teams? He's a traitor. Uh, on a giant sweatshirt very soon. Okay, and, and a chief, and, and after two weeks, get him a nice chief Super Bowl shirt too. They, they'll like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got it. Pete is in Gloucester Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Pete. Yeah, hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I spoke to you a few months ago before. Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, of course. Yeah, I listen to you all the time when I'm on the road. Thanks, pal. Um, a diehard Eagles fan, but I have total compassion for the Giants for many reasons. Uh, first of all, they never should have lit up the entire state building in green. Oh my! God. We would have never, we would have never done that in Philadelphia for the Giants. No, and I wouldn't expect you to. No, there's just you know I think I was kind of wokey myself. You know, I think so too. Backtrack. Yeah, so you can't please everybody. The woke need uh, to wake up. The, yeah, but as far as the Giants go. Uh, I was in New York City in 2007, the day of the Super Bowl, right. with my now ex-wife. Right. And the guys were selling shirts and hats on the corners, and I bought them. They knew I was an Eagles fan because, of course, I really didn't want the Patriots to win, and you were a wild card that year. Right. And uh, the Patriots, when they beat us in the Super Bowl, they were doing a lot of cheating. Yeah. See, there's a difference, though. The difference is that with the Eagle fans... Like, you're an Eagle fan. Your team always wins when they play the Giants. Giants, the Eagles are like kryptonite when it comes to the Giants. They could be... Well, yeah, we're yeah. a great... Yeah, we're a great rival, but you guys got four rings. We don't. I, I, I am glad you said it this time and not me. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, <laughs> All right, so... We finally, got the, we finally got the right on. We're finally building a team and we're spending the money, you know? Yeah, so, you uh, cannot dispute what Howie Roseman's you know, doing. How do you feel about Andy Reid coming back? I like Andy. I like Andy. I'm glad we did it. And I hope, you know, I want us to win because having this new coach that's so young and his whole different style of coaching is sort of like the young bull is going to be knocking the old bull out, you know? I think you got that. I think you're right. Pete, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. It's really, really strange. Kind of like, I don't know, if you're a Yankee fan and the Mets were to go, how would you feel? Giants and Eagles is a rivalry that has gone on since the beginning of time. And the Eagles have usually won most of the games in that rivalry. Uh, one way or the other, they find ways to do it. So I'm wondering, as a Giant fan, and if you're a Giant fan, how are you dealing with this? Are you rooting for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl because uh, you're a friendly rival? And, uh, you know, it'd be good for the NFC. It'd be good for the division. It'd be respectability. Or do you want the Chiefs to win this game simply because they're the Eagles? They're the enemy. We should never like them under any circumstances. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, I put a Twitter poll up basically asking to that effect. I put a blog up at nj1015.com. Basically how Giant fans are dealing with this. Now, we got 72 votes. And of the 72 votes, 45.8% want the Chiefs to win. 34.7 are going Eagles, and 19.4, uh, they could care less. They're going either way. But what about you? 1-800-283-101.5. Now, also, if you're living in a house divided, you know, if you're living in a house where, like, uh, either you're an Eagle fan and they're a Giant fan or vice versa, how's that working out for you? How are you dealing with that? What are some, what are some of the things that have been, that have been said 
1-800-283-101.5. I put it on my Facebook as well. Uh, here we go, Mike. If you're a Giants fan, no one cares how you feel. Okay. Uh, Anthony's got it right. I'll root for whoever wins me money. All right. Uh, but where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. They lit the Empire State Building. John, I live in Mercer County. Lots of Eagle fans. Like the hype it creates. People are in party mode and happy. Yeah. Mark is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mark. Hey, Steve. How you doing? All I know is that I was disgusted with the uh, Empire State Building. So was I. Where, where the hell did that come from? I don't know, but someone in the someone must have been an Eagle fan, you know, a renegade Eagle fan to put that up. He went rogue. They went rogue. <laughs> They went rogue. You know what? For the Chiefs, Steve. I I believe that. See, like, you you can't, I don't know, when you're so, how long have you been a Giant fan, Mark? Uh, My whole whole life. I'm 57. Okay. So you cannot be rooting against the Eagles for your whole life, you're 57, and suddenly for one game, I couldn't even say it. It It would, like, make me throw up. Go Eagles. If it was anybody else, I'd root for conference. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dallas would be a little difficult as well. And I I don't think anybody's going to be able to beat them, but, oh, God, I'm hoping for it. Yeah, that's the way I feel, too. I think the Eagles are going to crush the Chiefs in this game, which is going to make me feel even worse. (laughs) Mark, pal, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You get where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. I of mean, course. like, if you're a Giant fan, you can't root for the Eagles. No, no, yeah. no. I totally get that. I mean, you can have some, you know, camaraderie for the conference, but not with your not two biggest that. division not, rivals. Yeah, not that team. Like, no. like, could you root for the Bengals? Would you? You didn't now, root for the Bengals yesterday. I didn't right? root for the Bengals, but I was kind of pulling for them. And I'm the opposite. Like, if it were the Steelers or the Ravens, forget it. I'm, right. I'm going against whoever they're playing. But since, you know, they are a state team. Little brother. Little brother, exactly. I, you know, it, I would like to see, you know, the AFC North being represented, but just as long as it's not the Steelers or the Ravens. Brother 58 is a little inconsolable today. What's that? I said, Brother 58 is oh my a little God. inconsolable today. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> 730. Now the latest new... Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. So if you watched the uh, NFC Championship game yesterday, you know that the 49ers dropped yet another quarterback when uh, Brock Purdy's uh, elbow was forced back by Hassan Riddick of the Eagles. And uh, somebody put up on my Twitter feed, 49ers forced to put in their fifth-string quarterback. And it's Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy wearing the Polk High shirt, number 33. I thought that was hysterical. All right, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. If you're a Giants fan, this cannot be easy for you. First of all, are you hearing from the Eagle fans? Are they laughing at you? Are they rubbing your nose in it? And uh, secondly, who are you? who would you root for in this game? There's two ways of looking at this. Number one, you could say I'm going to root for the Eagles because they're in the division, uh, friendly rivalry, uh, blah, blah, blah. Number two, I hope they lose. I waited all year for them to lose. Uh, Would you be rooting for the Chiefs so that you could see the Eagles lose? Because if you're a Giant fan, you hate the Eagles. Uh, 
And again, if you want to win the game, you know, you hope that it, you're, you, know, you want to do it for your friends and all that, I get that. Per, and who do you think is going to win the game? Personally, I believe the Eagles are going to crush the Chiefs. I don't even think it's a problem. I think the Chiefs got in because uh, the guy in the Bengals, number 58, pushed Patrick Mahomes and he was out of bounds, which moved the ball down to give them the field goal, which won them the game. They lived in a house that Jack built, but that's me. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5. Jumbo Jet Pilot in Clinton uh, on the app. Oh, don't think of it as a Giants loss. Think of it as an NFC East win. You may have to change your loyalties for the rest of this year and maybe next year, too. I can't do it. I can't do it. I respect the Eagles. I get the Eagles. I understand the Eagles. I talk about the Eagles for money. But I do. I cannot like the Eagles. And again, that goes back to, you know, that's inherent. That goes back to 12-year-old me. Could you ever do that? Would you ever root for another team that, you know, that, that had their way with your team? one 800 right? Could you, could you root for the new husband? <laughs> 800-283-101.5. Uh, Nikki Palumbo tweets to me on my Facebook. I'd root for the devil himself against the Eagles. Uh, John, I would never think about rooting for the Eagles. Bob, I'm happy for my friends in Philly. During the regular season? Hell no. Butch, as a Mets fan watching the Phillies in the World Series, can Philadelphia go 0-2 in big games? Uh, Craig... Perhaps now the Giants organization will invest in an offensive line. Also not a bad idea. Uh, Adam, I can't root for the Eagles. I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, that's a whole other story. Uh, but what about you? 1-800-283-101.5. If you are rooting for the, if you're a Giant fan and you're rooting for the Eagles, tell me why. Tell me how you rationalize that. And if you're a Giant fan and you're rooting for the Chiefs, same thing. Why? Or are you indifferent to the whole thing? You can't be indifferent to the whole thing. You have to go one way or the other. Uh, you know, again, it's, uh, it's not about the team itself. It's more of an emotional thing. It's more you're channeling your inner child. You know, I, can't, I cannot believe that in New York they would like the Empire State Building. In Eagle Green. And I'm looking now at uh, Swoop the Bird running around in Philadelphia. I, call, I always called him Flip the Bird, but that's a different thing. 1-800-283-101.5. Ryan Bissell. How's it going? Good. So it, it wasn't the Eagles, but I think it was 2008 Giants-Patriots. Right. Right? Uh, that was the Super Bowl in 2008, I think. It uh, was. Um, everyone in my house was rooting for the Giants. And I, I, I don't know if this makes me a... Uh, a contrarian type person but for whatever reason I was like I can't vote for the Giants because everyone else says there's got to be someone for the Patriots so for years I they were undefeated that year they were undefeated so I was you know fair weather fan but just for years whatever a team that most people in my area are rooting for I always had to root for the other team all right so who are you rooting for in the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl well actually I was gonna say now that I've been living proximal to Philly for a while right I'm kind of feeling the Philly vibe, you know? Oh, I, you're I, an Eagle I, fan, I think huh? I might have to sign with the Eagles. For a while, I was kind of uh, a Steelers fan just because they were, like, the last team that I ever, you know, saw go to the Super Bowl that I, like, watched. But now, then, uh, what made you a Steelers fan? 
They were the team. That they were the team. Were the team. Were that okay. Year. All right. Yeah. I, I don't that. know. I was. I was just the team that I really wanted this year. Um. I mean, being proximal to Philly. I mean, I. I went to a, a brewery on Sunday. Right. Um. And it was filled with Philly, with you know, Eagles fans. I'm gonna say Philly. Now, fans. when you're watching sport. that game and it's filled with Eagle fans, are you rooting for the Eagles or are you rooting for the Chiefs? I mean, I'm sorry for the 49ers. Yeah, for the 40, uh well, I kind of wanted the 49ers to, not to do well, but I wanted them to participate because no one likes a one-sided game, you know? Mm, yeah, I wouldn't mind if the Giants were winning it. Joyce is on uh, New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joyce. Hi. What are you thinking? What am I thinking? I'm a Giants fan. Right. I hate the Phillies. Right. Um, but I have been watching... The Kansas City Chiefs and following Mahomes for the past five years. So you're rooting for the Chiefs? Absolutely, a thousand percent. All right. You think they can actually win the game? Absolutely. Anything can happen at any time. See that you you know you got to be more confident that anything can happen at any time. This is the Super Bowl. They're the best the AFC has to offer. They should be able to go in there and wipe the floor with the Eagles. I don't see it, but they should be able to do it. I am rooting for the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and uh, I think they could do it. All right, Joyce. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we get the Patrick Mahomes jerseys. Number 15. Again, I I just couldn't watch that that postgame. Knowing that the only reason that the Chiefs are there is because 58 on the Bengals pushed Patrick Mahomes, which got them into field goal range to win the game. Otherwise, I think the Bengals stopped them, and it's a whole other ballgame. Jeff is in Edison under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing well. Um, Just wanted to chime in. Uh You know, the only – I'm a big-time Giant fan, as you are. Right. The only time I rooted for Philly was when they played the Patriots. Um, only reason was because they were going against Tom Brady. Period. So you hate Tom Brady that much? Oh, hell yeah. Why do you hate Tom Brady so much? Uh, the cheating scandal, you know. Yeah. The... You're going to love him on the Jets. No, no, no. What do you think? He, I think he goes to the Jets. Uh, you know what? I can make two cases for Brady. One, he goes to the Jets. The other, he goes back to New England. Because now the marriage broke up. He wants that familiarity. You know, he wants to go where he's loved. He wants to go home. Who says you can't go home like Bon Jovi? I can see Tom Brady goes back to Boston, goes back to the Patriots. Yeah, I, I can see him going to the Jets only to uh, enhance his GOAT status. But I, I hear you. I hear you. You never know. It could be. All right, Jeff. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a Giant fan, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? You ever hear or say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab 
is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. New Jersey 101. 283 101.5. All right. You're a giant fan. You've had to endure... You've had to endure so much this year when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. First, they come into our stadium and they win 48-22. to 22, And the game was a lot wider than the score indicated. Then, in the playoff game, 38-7 to 7 in Lincoln Financial Field. Giants get humiliated. A week later, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Now, if you're a Giant fan, I know you've got friends that are Eagle fans. I know maybe you're married to an Eagle fan. Of course, I always thought Eagles underwear was like uh, the cause of ED, but that's a different story. I'm asking you, though, uh, if you happen to be in a relationship with someone of the opposite team, uh, how are you handling this? Who in your heart of hearts are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Can you root for the Eagles if you're a Giants fan? Personally, I cannot. I think the Eagles are going to win the game. No disrespect. No disrespect to the fans, many of them which are friends of mine. And I cheer them on. But I cannot root for this team. <laughs> I'm a Giant fan. It's in my DNA. Evan in Princeton. They're still at eight. I'm talking about the AFC game, eh? the AFC championship game. After uh, Patrick Mahomes was shoved out of bounds by number 58, whose name I can't remember or pronounce. And... Uh, they puts the Chiefs in field goal range. They win the game. Tony Romo falls all over Patrick Mahomes like he'd been doing all the game. And uh, next thing you know, Patrick Mahomes is falling all over Patrick Mahomes. And uh, says Evan in Princeton, they still had eight seconds. Enough time to throw a pass to the sidelines and possibly field goal range. Maybe. Who knows? That's the kind of stuff Patrick Mahomes does. And he did it last year against Buffalo. All due respect to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Maria is in Manalapan on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Maria. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm actually a Jets fan. Right. And I'm sorry uh, to hear that. But being, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, too. It seems like you're the... Bad News Bears, the Jets. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bad News um, Bears, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, of course I wanted the Giants to win, but uh, the Eagles actually got the game handed to them. They really didn't win it because uh, the 49ers really got dealt uh, a bad, bad card. Well, they got, they didn't, you know what, but they should have, honestly, they should have prepared for it. You know, I mean, you don't go into the, you don't go into the game with that guy as your backup quarterback who couldn't even handle the snap from center. They might as well have just, they would have had a contest and taken someone out of the stands and put him back there. Right. right. And that guy played 10 years well, in the NFL. Did, uh, today online, uh, they had it that uh, they're going to try to put, back where they have three 
quarterbacks. Well, they, yeah, you know, well, that's up to the team. You, you got to remember, the most important position in the team is the quarterback. Maria, thanks for the call. You have to, especially if you're San Francisco, you know, when you're a team that's playing on the third-string quarterback, you have to make sure that you have a backup quarterback just in case such a thing could happen. The Eagles are, the Eagles are so overly prepared this year. You gotta get, you gotta give Howie Roseman, the general manager, vice president of football operations, credit. He's got so much depth on that team. But should Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, go down, there's a capable backup in there. I don't care how many quarterbacks you've gone through. When push comes to shove, as it did yesterday, you need, you need to have a capable backup act there. And with all the quarterbacks that are available, and there are some available, they could have gotten somebody better than the guy they had in there, Josh Johnson, who kicked around the NFL for 10 years, demonstrating why he's not championship-caliber quarterback. I don't know who is, but he wasn't. Brock Purdy was. They got lucky there. But regardless of that, 1-800-283-101.5. Bill and Andrew and Joe, please hang out. I want to give you more time. Uh, we're going to do this into the next hour. If you're a Giant fan, how, uh, who are you rooting for in this Super Bowl? How are you dealing with this? Are you gonna are you gonna swallow your pride and root for the Eagles? You remain true to yourself and root for the Chiefs. I have a Twitter poll up. I've got tons of comments on social media. Reach me on the app at nj1015.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey Radio. Very refreshing. New Jersey 101.5. AXW Trenton. WKXW HD. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Trevelis talking to you till 11 o'clock. Jimmy Palumbo has written and uh, he's going to star in the sequel to Beer League, Beer League 2. Artie Lang and Ralph Macho in Beer League 1. We'll be talking about that. Jimmy's going to call after 10 o'clock. Get all the details on it. We had the director in here last week, uh, Tom Baldinger. And uh, Mark Riccadonna, who's in it, is here every Wednesday, so we got lots to talk about with that. It saddens me to tell you that uh, Shirley Feeney, played by Cindy Williams, Cindy Williams passed away at the age of 75 after a brief illness. I'll have more on that coming up as later. We have some of the clips. Shirley was on, Cindy was on the show, and uh, we'll play some of that later on as well. But right now, here's what we're talking about. Uh, if you're a Giant fan, long-suffering Giant fan, and most of your life has been getting smacked around by the Philadelphia Eagles. And now they're going to the Super Bowl. How does that make you feel? And I ask you this because are you going to be the, the goody, uh, yeah, I'm going to root for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl because I've got friends who are Eagle fans and I'm going to do this because maybe I married an Eagle fan or am related to an Eagle fan. Or you could care less about any of this. And you are a Giant fan and therefore the inner child roots for the Eagles to lose. 1-800-283-101.5. Where do you stand? Uh, personally, like I said, I'm, uh, I cannot root for the Eagles. I think they're going to win. I respect their fans. A lot of them are good friends of mine. I cannot root for the Eagles. I got a Twitter poll up. 126 votes. If you're a Giant fan, who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Eagles, 31.7%. Chiefs, 47.6%. Neither, 20.6%. What about you? 
Let's go to uh, Bill is in Montclair on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill. Yeah, Bill, let me try to bring, I mean, uh, Steve, I'll try to bring a truth to everybody. I'm a big, long-time Packer fan, 65. We've, right. we've had our fun, so I can't complain that we're not there for a while. I love dynasties. I love old-fashioned teams. I take my hat uh, off to uh, Philadelphia. I hope they win. But the Giant fans, just be cool. You have a young team, young quarterback, and the Eli Manning's year, years, you won. You knocked all the big ones out. The Packers twice. Oh, yeah. Boys, the Niners, but then you got your prize. You got the Patriots twice. Uh-huh. So just be cool. And being a Packer fan, when, when we don't make it and our, our, my division teams win, I moved from Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago. And one quick thing, why I love this, uh, I went to a few Packer Philadelphia games. Right. Never had a problem, especially the elderly people like me. But what made me fall in love with Philadelphia and her fans? The Broad Street Bullies of the 70s. Ah. Dave Schultz, McTavish. <laughs> they were so freaking good playing the Rangers and the Big Bad Bruins. Uh-huh. When the Russians were, were, were tough as nails, they said, we want to play Philadelphia. Sure enough, uh, Philadelphia played them within minutes. They walked off Russians because Dave Schultz and Bobby Clark were relentless. They were flying over. They beat their the ass. That's the best way to say it. Dave, Dave Schultz is a friend of mine, and I taught him stand-up comedy. Yeah, he uh, he's, a, he's a funny man. He's a great guy, and he's the most penalized NHL player in the history of the game. That's when hockey was the ultimate. Like I said, back then, the Rangers, Bruins, and the other um, great Philadelphia teams. So, and mm-hmm. Eagles were old school. I love them. But Giant fans, be happy. You're going to be on top again. You got, you know, you're always there. So That's- you're going to. All right, Bill. Well, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. I get all that. I get all that. But still, that inner child, that inner child cannot root for the Eagles. I'm sorry. Can't root for the Eagles. Uh, let's go to Joe. Is in East Windsor on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Yeah, hi, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? I just want to start by saying that no self-respecting Giants fan can ever in any way, shape, or form root for the Eagles. Of course not. I, I grew up by, in Seacokers in the shadows of Giants Stadium. Right. And at that time, I didn't like the Eagles just as a division rival. But in the 80s, my wife and I moved out of Mount Holly in the middle of Eagles territory. Uh-huh. Those people down there are a bunch of lunatics. <laughs> They, yep. they turned me into a rabid hater of the Eagles. So there's no way that I could ever root for the Eagles. So your, your, your hate for the Eagles, you grew up a Giant fan in Mount Holly. You lived through Miracle in the Meadowlands, one, November 19th, 1978, right? You right. lived through right. all those years when the, G, when the Giants and Eagles both sucked in the 70s. Then the Eagles got yeah. good before the Giants, and you had to deal with that. Then you go to Mount Holly, and they treat you like that. Well, I always took a walk through a neighborhood with my wife. Right after we moved in, we were in a Giants hat. There's a guy almost jumped over a fence trying to start a fight with me. Oh, my God. Like, this is just football, pal. Exactly. You know, there, there are more important things. Well, I don't know, maybe. There are... I'm sorry. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Pam is in Randolph on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Pam. Hey, Steve. Um, lifelong Giant fan rooting for the Eagles because I always root for the NFC team. Don't care who they are. But how can you root for the Eagles? Now, wait a minute, Pam. You, how could you? Where, where were you? Who were you rooting for last week? Here's my codicil. My son is a huge Eagles fan. Where did you go wrong, Pam? Did you not raise him right? Where did you go wrong, Pam? 
I don't know. I've always asked that question. I was rooting for the Giants last week. I mm-hmm. was not rooting for the Eagles. But in the Super Bowl, I will root for the Eagles versus Kansas City. You know what? I'm just glad that no one called Dyfus on young Pam when her son became an Eagles fan. <laughs> hey, it had to do with his older brother who didn't want him rooting for the same team, so he turned him into an Eagles fan. Are you, that's my, the I kind of... i my older son, and I mean, my ex <laughs> went to all of the... Playoff games, he had access to season tickets for the Giants. I mean, he saw all the great games when the Giants were, you know, winning Super Bowls. Uh huh. See, (laughs) that's. My my son had to live through all of that, so it's basically. And and your older brother. This is the kind of damage. Years of therapy. I know. I hope the older brother pays for his therapy when the time comes. Well, here's the best part. My, my, my old, his older brother has two sons, and my, my son is desperately trying to turn them into eagles. <laughs> you know what? May, may he be unsuccessful. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Bob is in Manasquan, a New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you? Good evening. Good evening, uh, Bob. I cannot root for either team, to be honest, uh, especially the Eagles. However, I got to root for Andy Reid. Andy Reid? <laughs> Why would you root for Andy Reid? I would like to see him get that trophy right on the 50-yard line of the Eagles Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then you're not going to do it there. They're going to do it in Glendale, Arizona. Oh, well, all the same. <laughs> Why Andy Reid? Isn't he the head coach of Kansas City? Yeah, but he was but he was the head coach of Kansas City because he spent 15 years in Philadelphia, only won one Super Bowl. The guy was, I mean, every year, championship game, championship game, championship game, finally. So now he's with Kansas City. And he had to go there, and he won one after 16 years. And never won 16 like years. I'd like to see him win it. Why? His, well, against the Eagles. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, maybe you could paint a mustache on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> okay, that's what it would take for Andy Reid to get the personal, was that, the personal policy rate from State Farm? Was that commercial? I don't know. Yeah, well, you, get, yeah. you know what I'm talking I'd like about. To see him, I'd like to see him get the trophy. All right. All right. We got one guy who wants to see Andy Reid get the trophy. Time's yours. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. We got Alan. We got Colin. We got Thomas. We got Andrew. If you're a Giant fan, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. And here is New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Five, Steve Trevelisse. Go to nj1015.com. You can read my blog on uh, what the Giant fans are saying about the Eagles and the Super Bowl and who they're rooting for. Who are you rooting for if you're a Giant fan? 1-800-283-101.5. Being a Giant fan, I cannot root for the Eagles. I think they'll win. I know there are a lot of Eagle fans, and many of them are friends of mine. But come on. If you're going to be honest with yourself, and you're telling me that you're a Giant fan and you're rooting for the Giant, the Eagles, you're a fraud. You are, as they say, fugazi. No offense to the limo drivers up in New York. Uh, let's go to Alan is in Barnegat on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Alan. How you doing, Steve? I'm good, Alan. How are you? Good. There's no way I would ever root for the Eagles. <laughs> are you, how could you? Couldn't if you're a Giant fan. 
No, no, could not. I just want them to lose so I can rub it in all these friends. I live in Barnegat, and there's a lot of Eagles fans here. Just rubbing their faces. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right there. And, and then the thing with the, the Empire State Building, just Philadelphia would never uh, do blue and red for the Giants on any year. You know, know what? Look weak. Absolutely right. It was a sign of weakness. It was a sign of, no, not weakness. It was a sign of wokeness, and it must be stopped. Yeah, but, but, but if you think about it, it's also, we're all talking about the Empire State Building right now, so... Bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah, but you know what? That's not the way. That's not the way they should be talking about the Empire State Building. And you know how much it costs to go to the Empire State Building. And who the hell is going into New York? No, nobody's going into New York to begin with. Let alone go to the Empire State Building. Right now, New Yorkers are going to the Empire State Building for refuge, figuring they won't climb that high, or they can't pilot that high. Giant Stadium from there. You can see Giant Stadium from there, maybe. Yeah, really. <laughs> Call to New Jersey 101.5. Oh my God, what a dump New York is. What a friggin' dump New York is and has become. You could walk the streets from what I understand and actually smell human feces. Yeah. Colin is in Marlton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Colin. Hey, Steve. What's going on, man? You are, pal. What's up? All right. So. To touch upon what uh, the last caller was talking about, the Empire State Building, that, that's a complete joke. I it mean, is. Uh, division rival, you're going to put the lights up. I mean, I, I don't know where any sense of pride in that is, mm -hmm. considering they take our lunch money every single year. Exactly. You know, you go back to the miracle at the Meadowlands is highlighted my, you know, in my thought process. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's year after year. So I'm a transplant. So I work in Philadelphia now. I'm born and raised in New York. Oh, my God. But, I can only imagine what you'll... No, I know exactly uh, what your life is like. They are <laughs> brutal. They are brutal, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like you can't, you can't get anything. It, it's like, it, it's horrible. It's tough. And, and, right, and on the heels of last week, on the heels of getting your ass kicked, 38, was it 30, 20, 38 to 7, and then they go to the Super Bowl and turn around and root for you? What, are you kidding me? Absolutely. And to think that I actually thought that we had you know, a little bit of a chance to compete, not, I mean, not win, but to compete with a bunch of, you know, nobodies, really, besides Saquon and DJ. Oh, I thought they had a chance. I thought, I thought the same thing. I thought the Giants had the same chance in that game. And, uh, yeah. because you know what? It was like, it was like the, the little fan was thinking for the big fan. <laughs> it was like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. It was rough. It was, it was absolutely rough. And it's, it's rough living here and, and witnessing that. So now, how are you dealing with it? How are you dealing with it where you are? Uh, I just stay quiet right now. I mean, there's, you know, my father always told me, you know, taught me how to be a fan here, living, you know, being quietly. In New York. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you're asking for trouble. It's not. But. Yeah, but you know what? Your time will come. Your time will yeah. come. Because I've been down there as a fan. I've been on the radio down there as a fan. You know what? The thing is this. I got to say, in all, in all honesty, no kidding around, because I grew up in Union City and was a diehard fan, I'm accepted down there for being a fan. And I would say the same thing to anyone who would say anything to me when I'm on the radio down there and just say, hey, man, if you, you're an Eagle fan. If, you're, if you moved away, would you give up your allegiance? Would you stop being an Eagle fan and become a fan of whatever city you moved to? And the true fan says right. no, and they understand that. So wear your Giants with pride and feel free and just let them, hey, man, what would you, would you, if anybody says anything to you, would you change your team if you moved away? Shuts them right up. Yep. 
Go Big Blue, baby. You got it, pal. Walking the streets of Philadelphia in a dress doesn't hurt either and sitting in a dunk tank, but that's another story. Raising money for Eagles tackle breast cancer. Let's go to, which I did, let's go to uh, Thomas is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Thomas. Hey, I want, um, I want the ghost to Hank Stram to get his best toupee uh-huh. and stand next to Andy Reid. And put Jan Stenerud in at the end and kick his 60-yarder to win it. Jan's? Oh, my God. Jan Stenerud. And we're going to do 65 toss power trap. 65 toss power trap. <laughs> we're going to oh, matriculate the ball down the field, right? <laughs> they were the days. No, I've been a Giant fan forever. You know, my family's from Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Transplants here. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, and as far as lighting up the Empire State Building, who's behind that? You know what? I have that, that probably that dopey mayor, that dopey mayor who hasn't got a lot going for him. Yeah, it's probably a side bet, right? That, that's the guy who said I'm uh, never going to the city right now, and you said that yourself. I mean, you know what? I got people you can't. that want to come and stay with me, uh-huh. and we hop on the train down here, you know, in Hamilton. And they want to go in. I said, don't go into the city right now. It's dangerous. It's it's, it's dangerous. There's crime going on on the streets, and nobody can do anything about it. But it's just got a smell to it. You know, you're, we're really not hearing the half of it. No. And you know what? I don't want to hear the other half. Thanks for the call. Douglas is in Asbury on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Douglas. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, pal. How about you? I'm doing great. Giants fan all the way. Uh, been ever since I was a kid. You know, it's like uh, I actually have a signed jersey from Phil Sims. Nice. Um, and uh, you know what? It's like the song should be changed to Die Eagles Die. Nah. Not fly Eagles Fly. How does it, how do, Fly Eagles Fly on the road to victory? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. How do you fly on a road? <laughs> you got me. But then again, you know, this is Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania, depending upon who you're yeah, talking Yeah, right. Pennsylvania. It's like, yeah. How can you, how can you, I mean, what is this guy thinking, you know, lighting up the Empire State Building? You know, it's like, you know, they should be, you should be, Take it out and shot. Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, you know what? It, it's just it's just another stupid move to come out of New York, and that's why so many people are fighting like hell to come out of New York. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew is in Flemington. What's up, Andrew? Steve, I don't think I've ever waited this long in my whole life to talk to a man. But wasn't it worth it? Of, I, yeah, definitely. I, so I got two good jokes for you, man. You and the woman. All right, go ahead. First off... Uh, I can hear you pretty good now. I had trouble hearing you before. I had to take the mask off the cell phone. Okay, what's the other one? <laughs> you hear about that plane the other day, the flight yeah. at Newark Airport? It took off on time the other day. Uh, Andrew, have you ever Me thought either. of like opening for the Philadelphia Eagles? Maybe we could put you on before the game, right? We could have, like, instead of the pregame, you go up and tell jokes. I think I, I, I could I would like gift wrap you, and uh, from 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 one giant fan to the Eagles. Yeah, I like that. I'm a Jets. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm not really rooting for the Eagles because I like them. Uh-huh. But like the only cousin that I mainly talk to is still first cousin. She's my mother's, my mom's brother's daughter. Right. And uh, her husband has been an Eagles fan his whole life, and they're like in their seventies. So I'm totally rooting for the Eagles. Right. But I rather, if I had my way, I would have had the Giants beat the Eagles. You know, uh, Andrew, I appreciate that. If I had my way, I would have wanted the same thing. 
alright 1-800-283-101.5. I've got a Twitter poll up. Very, very simple question. Got 150 votes so far. If you're a Giants fan, who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? 134 votes. You've got three choices. We have got the Eagles. We have got the Chiefs. And we have got neither one. It's totally up to you. Who are you rooting for? Uh, I'm going to pull for the Chiefs. You're going to pull for the Chiefs? Yeah, i got to pull for my conference. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm going to pull for my conference, too, and root for the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> now, the latest... New Jersey is hosting their spring career and internship fair on February 22nd. Join them and meet with top New Jersey talent to fit your team's needs. Visit career.tcnj.edu for registration information. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. Cindy Williams passed away at the age of 75. She'd been on the show. I'll play some excerpts from uh, the conversation we had later on. Jimmy Palumbo's calling in. Jimmy uh, writing and starring in Beer League 2, the sequel. And uh, we'll do that coming up at uh, about 10 o'clock and talk about some Jersey movies. There's a website who named the best movie made in New Jersey. Our own Lou Russo wrote the post, and we'll talk about that as well. What I want to get into right now, though, at 1-800-283-101.5. Take this to 9 o'clock. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, as we know, will play the Kansas City Chiefs in Glendale, Arizona, where the Giants beat the Patriots in 07, 08, uh, in Super Bowl 57. XXVII. I think that's it. Or XLV. I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, they're going to play. Uh, now, if you're a Giant fan, it's got to be hard. It's got to be torturous. To be rooting for, you know, to, to have the Eagles go in because the Eagles always have their way with the Giants, no matter what. It's been going on for years, since time began. There was a little Eagle caveman beat a giant caveman with a club, and it all started there. And now, 38 to 7 in the playoffs, 48 to 22 in the regular season. So don't tell me if you're a giant fan, I'm going to root for the Eagles because they're in my conference. No, you're not. You're a fraud if you are. You were gazing. And uh, I want to know, if you are a Giant fan, who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl and why? Are you rooting for the Eagles because uh, you want to see your Philadelphia friends who are fans experience the joy of victory? Are you rooting for the Eagles because uh, you're an NFC aficionado and because they're in your division you're rooting for them to win, or your conference, you're rooting for them to win, or you're rooting for the Chiefs because you hate the Eagles, and you cannot watch a football game. It's hard. Like, if you sit there and you're saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this game with an open mind, like I was saying, because I predicted the Eagles are going to crush the 49ers. I knew this before the game even began. Quarterback or no quarterback, the Eagles are just that much better. And yet I'm watching the game. With it, you know, and I'm watching the team that I predicted to win is winning, and I'm still, I'm still wincing, wincing. So one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. If you're a Giant fan, tell me the truth: Are you rooting for the Chiefs, or are you rooting for the Eagles? And if you are rooting, and tell me why. Tell me what brings you to that, or are you not rooting for either one? I mean, uh, I would rather watch uh, the Honey West reruns that were on the Decades channel. <laughs> it wasn't easy. one 800 I got a Twitter poll up, right, 138 votes. And of the 138 votes, 
30.4% are going to root for the Eagles as Giant fans. 49.3% rooting for the Chiefs. 20.3% rooting for neither one. Let's talk to Rich in Stroudsburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Rich. Hey, how you doing tonight? Good, buddy. How are you? I loaded up on my antidepressants. What can I tell you? Oh my God, I, I totally understand it. I thought I may I want to I may want to borrow some from you. Yeah, well I uh, probably have a few extra. You know, call me after the show. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a uh, I'm a giant season ticket holder. Club seats, I splurge and everything. That makes it even more. Oh difficult. my God, you pay through the nose. Yeah, I mean, I got great seats and uh, got row one about the 18 yard line on the second level. Club seats, everything. Good so, you. Uh, it, I'm, you know, I need a double dose of the antidepressants. But I got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, the Eagles got to stop. You know. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. It's not good for my. It's not good for my health. And uh, that would make you feel better if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you know. He's not the Giants. He's not the Eagles, right? Now he's Andy Reid. Now he can root for him. Well, I have no choice. I can't root for the Green, you know? I think they're like, if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl, he should be allowed to go in the Eagle locker room and draw mustaches on everybody. There you go. I I, I second that motion. You like that? All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Some of what's coming up, uh, go to my post at nj1015.com. Adam, I cannot root for the Eagles, and I'm a Cowboy fan. Dominic, screw the Eagles. Steven, rooting for the AFC team, cannot root for any NFC team besides the Giants. Uh... Joe, no way. Debbie, no, we aren't the worst fans. New York fans are. Oh, now we got a little contest going on here. Uh, let's see. If you're a Giants fan, you don't have the mental capacity to understand what the Eagles are in a Super Bowl, says Bob. Bob's, Bob's like tweaking the Giant fans here. Right? Uh, sure, why not? We are an Eagles country down the shore, says Cindy. Uh, I should have deleted that. Raymond's in Rockaway, Buenasera. You're not going to sing Fly Eagles Fly, are you? <laughs> Buenasera, Steve. Uh, tomorrow is my big day, you know. <laughs> oh, tomorrow you're going to be 88? No, I, 87. 87? Oh, he's got your hair's 88. Look at What are you doing? You get your age in Raymond. <laughs> hey, tomorrow he's going to be 87? Well, anyhow. Uh, I'm a giant fan all the way, 100%. But right. Right. I, I would like to root for Philadelphia, and the reason why is because next to New Jersey, and you know, brings a lot of people around here. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're rooting. Because you're rooting for the Eagles because they're next to New Jersey. That's right. All right. All right. You know, it brings people for businesses. You know, it, 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 it's, it's a big plus. Let me, let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. But I'm a giant fan. All right. All right. What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, well, uh, everybody's coming here. Some friends, nice. neighbors. Oh. Are you going to sing for them? <laughs> I might. <laughs> oh, you see, this is different. Usually you're singing for us. Now, tomorrow, they're all going to sing to you. <laughs> okay. They're there gonna... you go. <laughs> Good stuff. Raymond, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Raymond opens up trivia every Wednesday night with a song.
usually Sinatra song, sometimes a James Bond song, but the man is going to be 87 years old, and he's still got it. He's still got the singing voice. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a fan of the Giants, I just want to, I want to show I'm here for you. I'm trying to like to, to present the voice of reason to make you know that it's okay if you don't want to root for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Despite all that peer pressure around you, maybe from uh, friends and relatives, maybe from co-workers, people running around their Eagles green, you don't have to worry about that. You have a place where you can go and be understood. 1-800-283-101.5. Did you ever hear anyone say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit Trinity rehab.com that's trinity rehab.com new jersey's new travel ace hi 1-800-283-101.5 is the number you go to nj1015.com and you read the blogs about uh if you want to go to the super bowl the eagles themselves have put out the super bowl packages that will get you there and i got all the information there for you also had the giant fans are reacting uh, to the uh, Eagle victory, to the Empire State Building being lit up in Eagle Green, and later Kansas City Red, which I think was their idea of trying to find a way out of this and uh, thinking, well, we wouldn't do it for both of them. You weren't. But anyway, uh, and also your thoughts on uh, how you're dealing with this if you're a Giants fan. If you're a Giants fan, are you rooting for the Eagles to win because you believe that is the right thing to do because, you know, they're close by. You have a lot of friends who are Eagle fans, and you like to see them win and experience what you have experienced uh, four out of five times, even though they've experienced once out of three times. Uh, would you like that to happen? Is that it? Or uh, because, you know, they're in the NFC uh, or because, uh, you know, you root for the NFC East or blah, blah, blah. Or are you, like, true to your soul? And saying, I cannot root for the Eagles. I don't care. No offense. I just don't care. I can't. When you're a Giant fan. And, I, and the Eagle fans, I say the same thing, too. You know, I'm, I'm sure if the Giants make the Super Bowl, the, the Eagles fans are not going to be cheering on the Giants. And if somebody calls and says, you know, the Giants won the Super Bowl, we voted for you. No, you didn't. You wanted nothing more. I was in Philadelphia on a Philadelphia sports station for both Giants Super Bowls. Nobody rooted for the Giants. And I totally get it. 1-800-283-101.5. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't think the Eagles are going to win the game, because I really do, because I just think they're better. I just think that um, I can't respect the way the Chiefs got in. The way the Chiefs got in. They got in because of a penalty. They got in because uh, the quarterback was pushed by a Cincinnati bungle 
And they should be called the Bungles because they did everything possible in Cincinnati to lose that game yesterday. Penalties, stupid penalties, uh, like the one at the end. The referees were more on the field than the players were. So, you you know, Chiefs get to win. And after the game, they were all taking bows and, you know, the guts, the blood and guts of Patrick Mahomes. He got pushed. Sam is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. So, Sammy. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How about you? Good. I just came out of a meeting feeling good. I said, let me call my buddy Steve. All right. So, what are you thinking? Well, I'm going to root for Kansas City because of the guts that Patrick Mahone showed when getting that first down. Um, you know, he ran up pure he got pushed. Yeah, but, I mean, the ankle, though, the run itself was was on that bad ankle. And that's, yeah, I get that. He was doing pirouettes you know, during the week. I get that. You know, and I, I got to respect that. I think he's going to be banged up in the Super Bowl. I think the Eagles will win. Uh, but, I mean, and what you said with the Giants, who do we, you know, I'm a Giant fan. I like losing to the best. So if uh, the Eagles win, the Giants could say I lost to the best team in football. Yeah, but I mean, like, as a Giant fan, you can't sit there and root for the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I'm a Dolphin fan. And I uh, always rooted for the team that beat me. I just that way. I remember the Boston Celtics, and they lost to uh, whoever played the Lakers. And the, the Celtics fans were yelling, beat L.A., beat L.A. That's when Jack Nicholson was in the... Uh, oh, my God. And James Gardner and Jim Rockford was on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just feel like, you know, you root for the team to beat you because then you could always say I lost to the best. All right. I'll go with that. Sammy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I don't know. Many Giant fans may want to start going to meetings pretty soon with the way they played this year. They played actually well. I shouldn't say that. The way they ended the season was a different story. They ran into a buzzsaw known as the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think will beat the Kansas City Chiefs uh, on February 12th. If you're a Giants fan, who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? And this is a poll I put up on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Real Steve Trev. 139 votes. Uh, let me always refresh this. Maybe, maybe there's a few more. I don't know. But uh, what I'm going to do is 30.2% uh, want the Eagles to win. 49.6% want the Chiefs. 20.1% say neither. So, I mean, it's pretty, you know, uh, it's it's closer than I thought it would be. I thought it would be overwhelming Chiefs. But I'm telling you, man, I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't see the Chiefs enough or haven't paid attention enough to the Chiefs. Although, I do want them to win. And Patrick Mahomes has done this with... I don't know, hardly any receivers. Receivers are all hurt. Cincinnati went out with the best receivers, lost the game. Uh, so when the giant when the giant general manager says there are a lot of receivers sitting home right now, kind of drives the point home. But 1-800-283-101.5. Given the choice, like I said, I respect them. I think they're going to win the game, but I cannot root for the Philadelphia Eagles. National winner of the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We are New Jersey 101.5. XW Trenton, WKXW HD. It's all right. Steve Trevelis. And you. Thanks for being here. We got stuff to talk about tonight. At 1-800-283-101.5. Uh... 
really sad to hear the news that uh, Cindy Williams passed away at the age of 75. Uh, she'd been sick for a little while. Her family put out the uh, statement today. Uh, and Cindy had actually been on the show. She was promoting a show she was doing at the Bucks County Playhouse called Me, Myself, and Shirley. And uh, she, was, she was so cool. She had great stories to tell about uh, being in New Jersey, uh, her and Ron Howard getting lost in South Jersey. And uh, she had some, uh, some uh, inside stuff about happy days that she was talking about. And before I play it, when I want to do... Uh, and get your feedback on it. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, a lot of times people die. Whose death shook you the most? Or uh, what's your favorite sitcom or whatever? Uh, what I what the heck was that? All right, what I want to do uh, is take it in a different direction. When Happy Days was on, I was a kid, and I looked forward to the show. I really loved it. What I loved about it, it was simply funny. You know, Gary Marshall was the producer of Happy Days. He had produced The Odd Couple. That was his first show. Then he got Happy Days. And it started out as Love and the Happy Days, uh, part of a segment of Love American Style, which was a show uh, back on ABC that they would air all the pilots from uh, failed shows and call them Love Ann, Love Ann, and you get all these quality stars. Uh, and they did Love in the Happy Days. And Happy Days was born out of American Graffiti, which was a George Lucas movie from 1973 about the last night of a uh, graduation night at a high school, a California high school. And I think the year was 1962. And Ron Howard and Cindy Williams were like the class couple in the movie. And this movie, if you haven't seen it, had like an all-star cast. Richard Dreyfuss was in it, Harrison Ford was in it, Ron Howard, Cindy Williams, uh, so many people. Wolfman Jack was in the movie, and the album uh, exploded with all the... It brought back a real 50s nostalgia. And then comes Happy Days, which was a show set in the 1950s. And Gary Marshall was the producer. And he said, you know, what makes our show great, he says, people come to me, why don't you do, like today, sitcoms today, it's too woke, it's too politically correct, they're too trying to make a statement, you know, and Gary Marshall back then, he says, you know, people ask me, you know, why don't you do a very special episode? That was the big thing in the 70s, a very special episode, and they would touch on a social thing, you know. He says, I don't want to do that, I just want to be funny. He says, you know, if, if television were a department store, this show would be the toy department. You come in here, you laugh, you have fun, you go home. So what I want to know from you at 1-800-283-101.5, either when you were a kid or right up to this day, what are the sitcoms that you go to just to laugh? You're not looking for a special message Maybe you want to feel like you're part of the show. Maybe you'd like to superimpose yourself in there. You know, if you could hang out in any sitcom, which one would you want to be in? But where are the shows, where were the, the, the sitcoms, then and now, that you went to, to relax? Your comfort food, your comfort show. You're not looking for to change your life. You're not looking to, you know, for the show to mold your character. You're just looking for the show to make you laugh. What were the ones that just made you laugh? Who were the actors, male and female, 
that just made you laugh. You loved watching Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley were Lucy and Ethel, the next generation. 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, while, we're doing, while you're thinking about it, I'm going to play you a clip from when Cindy Williams was on this show, and we were talking about happy days. Now, Happy Days, it started for you, you know, oh, of course, after American Graffiti, of course, you know, Happy Days. How happy was Happy Days? You always hear great stories about the set. How happy was Happy Days? Happy Days was very happy. It was happy, happy. Happy, happy. happy days. Um, but no, everybody on, happy, on the Happy Days set was, um, you know, the whole cast was, they were just like a... Um, a wonderful team, you know, a lot of camaraderie. We had that on our set, but we had, um, you know, Penny and I both Italian, and we, we locked horns every now and then. Yeah. And, uh, and and it was rumored that the cast, because they were right next door to us, their soundstage, we were just um, divided by a door, right. basically. And uh, they did this one thing at a cast party where they, they filmed the cast of Happy Days putting their ears up to the door to listen to Penny and me squabble. <laughs> and there was a lot of that. And we did. We were very operatic. Yeah. You know, you two were the Lucy and Ethel of the 70s. The physical comedy that you did, and, uh, you know, it, it was the top show of its era. Uh, you know, how hard was it to be able to do that week after week? What are some of the things, some of the contortions, contraptions they got you into? Well, we both, you know, we wanted a big show. We both loved physical comedy, and we were big fans of, uh, you know, of Sid Caesar, Imogene Coca, Jackie Gleason, um, the Honeymooners, and and cartoons. And we loved a physical comedy, and uh, we both did it. And we you, we started out with great energy, and you know, we can do this. And then it, it got to be grueling because it it, um, it was a lot of energy expelled during the week. And we did the show like a little play. We started at the beginning when the audience came in at the top of the show and did it all the way through in, in order so that the audience could enjoy it like that and um, respond to it like that. And usually there was a big um, physical scene, and it was usually at the end of the show. And we tried to we just mark that. We had the old Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz um, crew, the camera crew, and it was it was oh. he had Desi, Desi Arnaz had invented this way to follow Lucille Ball around because she moved so much. He put the cameras up on these dollies mm -hmm. that um, the camera crew would push. The camera operator would be on top, sitting on top, and then the um, the crew member would push the camera and follow her. And so Penny and I, well, we had that same crew and that same technique, that, and we um, were very grateful for it because we moved around a lot. But it was so exhausting that we would just mark where we're going to be and show them the camera crew. We're going to run over here. Then we're going to throw a ball here, uh -huh. not catch it there, and go back. And and so um, we wouldn't do it until we actually had to run the scene. So um, that's sort of 
how we did it at the end of the show when we had the big the big physical scene or whenever it was. We'd just run it once for the audience because we didn't want them to wait there while we, you know, wow. the whole scene up again. All in one so, take. That's amazing. That is amazing. Well, we, we we tried to do it. It was we were well. We got very tired. In fact, the last uh, the last season of the show that I was on, Penny and I were talking. I said, "Isn't there a way that maybe we could get in a car accident <laughs> episode?" And we're in hospital beds, and we do the entire season. <laughs> we I so love tired. that. <laughs> Cindy Williams, rest in peace. Seventy-five years old. She passed away after a brief illness, and. Uh, you know, we wish the family the best. I want to hear your favorite sitcoms. What were the what are the sitcoms? Your go to sitcoms, the ones that you want to go to when you just want to laugh. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Here's New Jersey one zero one point five. Fast traffic. Old join New Jersey one hundred one point five's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics New Jersey for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands freezing for a reason. Saturday, February twenty fifth. All the details are on our free app at nj one hundred one five dot com. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics only. NJ, I'm sorry. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics New Jersey only from New Jersey one hundred one point five. Steve Trevelis. Asking the musical question. I'll tell you the musical question. That's the musical question. like sitcoms had themes right we don't have themes anymore now they play a couple of chords and that's it or they'll take a classic rock song and use that this is back when sitcoms were funny i want to know 1-800-283-101.5 cindy williams passed away at 75 years old she was on the show last year so i got some excerpts from that but uh i want to know what are the sitcoms you go to just to laugh Forget about the woke message. Forget about learning something. Just a show that made you feel included, made you feel funny, made you happy. 1-800-283-101.5. Evelyn is in Sterling on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Evelyn. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so sad that Cindy Williams died so young. I know. You know what? Like I said, she was on last year. She was funny. and She was telling stories. She was at the Bucks County Playhouse doing uh, Me, Myself, and Shirley. Oh, well, what a shame. All right. Now, what's your, what's your sitcom? <laughs> my sitcom, my favorite sitcom is um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Good one. Good one. Now, oh. I come from an Italian family. Right. And... We're all very close and probably dysfunctional, and I get such a kick out of it. I can't say that I have not laughed through every show I've ever seen of Everybody Loves Raymond. I've watched them over and over again. Do you uh, do you identify with Doris Roberts, or do you identify with Deborah or Amy? I don't really. I don't really identify with any of them, except uh, they do say my husband is uh, kind of like Raymond. <laughs> kind of okay. Raymond okay. He has a very deep voice. He actually, his fear is that he's more like Raymond. 
probably my brother-in-law is more like Raymond, but, um, you know, they, it's just, uh, hits home with all the, the family closeness and dysfunction. The only thing I don't get from that show, and again, being Italian, uh, the cannolis, you know what I mean? Like when you think about all the food that your, your mother makes, your grandmother makes, or you make, right? Where does cannoli come down on the list? Well, I I just watched the show on Brajol. Uh, the Brajol was a good one. Deborah's Brajol. That, that was hysterical. Yes. <laughs> she, you know, then the the mom was so uh, annoyed and worried. Uh huh. That's that's the yeah, realism. Just, yeah. And, you know, and basically they were dysfunctional, but they loved each other, and and that's what made it work. Yeah. Evelyn, thanks for you breaking up. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Ryan, come in here. All right, see, we got we got generations here. You know, like, because my, my, the shows that I go to make me laugh are older. Although, I, I tell you, at night, uh, on the weekends, I go down to the beach house. I go to TV land, I throw on two and a half men, and I, uh, it's my pacifier. I am good for hours and hours. I don't care if it's Charlie Sheen, Ashton Kutcher, I laugh at that show. And I love the fact that they're not trying to teach me a lesson. They're not trying to change my values. All they're trying to do is make me laugh. That's that's a lot. A lot of those shows need to do. A lot of times they feel like you know they need to deliver a message to the audience, and that's not always what people are. No. What, now what are the, what are the sitcoms you go to when you just want to laugh? You just you want to like you know what you want to hang up your brain and just want to sit in the chair and laugh. What are the shows that you go to? So a lot of people in my generation would say like The Office. Don't speak for your generation. Just you. What but, do you for like? Me, for me, I think I would go with. Or I really like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh my uh, like God. the original seasons, they, they mm -hmm. got a little bit messagey, a little preachy towards the end. Uh, they kind of maybe that's why it was the end. Yeah, maybe that because in the beginning they were funny. It was so good. Like uh, for anyone who's never seen it, it's it. They run themselves like a serious police procedural, but it's all. It's got great actors in it. It's got um, oh uh, Andy, Andy uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, why am I forgetting the name? <laughs> Why am I? Uh, he's in the, he's in the Snoop Dogg commercial. He's now. in the Snoop Dogg commercial. He, he's in the Adventure of Chippendale, and he's been in a mm -hmm. bunch of things. Um, he was on SNL. He's part of Lonely Island. Uh, he's so funny, um, and it has like a lot of other people. Um, oh, man, I'm forgetting all the names now. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. That's the one. Uh, he was also in um, another good show. Uh, you want Andy Samberg's resume? What is it? Yeah. What's his resume? Uh, no. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Who um, is, is that really Andy Samberg's dad? I don't know. But if it's not Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, when I was little, it was also Everybody Loves Raymond. Because, like, the thing is, my parents, they were very much so against, like, growing up against any sort of, like, comedy shows. Because they're like, eh, it's going to melt your brain. Really? Yeah. So, like, when we would ever watch anything, it'd be, like, you know, educational, Animal Planet, things like that. But Everybody Loves Raymond. My, my grandparents really liked that they show. They liked that show. Were they Italian? They are you're very Italian. There you go. So, That's where I worked. Exactly. See, like, oh, when I was, like, I loved, like, well, you know, the old sitcoms. And they're all on television now. So it's not like a generational thing because they were all out there. Big fan of The Honeymooners. Big fan of The Odd Couple was for, for me. Uh, there was a show that Dennis Leary did called The Job. Mm -hmm. And it came out in 2000. The funniest sitcom ever. The Job? The Job. Uh, go Google it. I don't even know it's available anymore. Like we were talking earlier about like uh, a lot of these shows, like Happy Days, you got to go buy. Yeah. No, because I bought a television 
a couple of days ago and set it up. There are so many um, sitcoms, so many mm-hmm. old programs, old TV shows available just through all these streaming sites, like for nothing, that they're all there. Now, you name the show, you're going to be able to find it. Wow. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I, said, I, can't, I, I can't believe this. I can't believe that there's this much available to me for Mary, nothing. Mary Tyler Moore? Mary Tyler Moore. I always wanted to go back and watch that one. They're on the Decades channel. Okay. Every day. Give me a, give me a sitcom that you go to just for laughs. And every uh, time you go, you laugh. Yeah, Seinfeld. That's easy. I get home, I want white noise on, I just want to relax and maybe casually look up from the TV as I'm scrolling. It's Seinfeld, 100% of the time. And you know what? The great thing about Seinfeld, when they put the show on, you know this, right? They said, we don't want to teach anybody a lesson. <laughs> we don't want to hug. All we want to do is make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and and I've seen every episode a dozen times, and it's like I'm seeing it for the first time. That's the mo- that they're the modern day honeymooners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nine thirty. Now the latest New Jersey Travelies. I want my MTV. Nah, I want my sitcom TV. I love all the sitcoms. I can't believe all these great shows that are now available. Cindy Williams passed away, 75 years old, so young, from Laverne and Shirley. She was Shirley. She was on the show last year. I played an excerpt. I want to know the sitcoms, your go-to sitcoms, when you just want to laugh. 1-800-283-101.5. More sad news. Lisa Loring, who played Wednesday in The Addams Family back then, she passed away Saturday from complication with stroke at 64 years old. Uh, let's go to Zach is in Metuchen on New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Listen, I... Uh... Just got out of work right now, right. and I have it on 101.5, so I don't know if you've had about 100 people saying this already, but my go-to, without fail, can watch it anytime, is Everybody Loves Raymond. How about, you know what, you are like the 100th person to say that. Now, it's been overwhelming. Now, tell me, why, why every, are you, are you Ray Romano? Why Everybody Loves Raymond? I, I... <laughs> Truthfully, I try to figure that out myself. I never get tired of it. Like, I never feel like I need a break. It always makes me laugh. Uh, yeah. It's incredibly well written. It, it, you know what? Phil Rosenthal and Raymond wrote it, and they would tell the cast to just go home and they come in with stories. Come in with stories, things that are going on in your life. Come in with it. And, yep. they, and that's how they would write the shows. And they were hysterical. And and yeah. nobody, we didn't learn anything. We just learned how to laugh and laugh harder. <laughs> exactly. Very very relatable stuff. Honestly, very funny. What's your favorite episode? You have one. Um, the one that has frequently like brought tears to my eyes with laughing was the one where Robert's girlfriend ate the fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about when his mother-in-law killed the bird? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Or, or when uh, when uh, they, they, they were doing it in the basement and she comes up wearing He runs up with the pants. Yeah, he's got the pants on. <laughs> you know, Brad Garrett is. Oh, so good. If you ever get the chance, Brad Garrett played Jackie Gleason in a movie and did a great job. Garrett is hysterical. I know. I saw the tail end of that movie once. I'm flipping through channels. I saw that and I've, I've been on the lookout ever since. 
to see if I could spot that somewhere. You got to find it. You know, he's a, he's a tall guy, Brad. He's a very funny comedian. He owns a comedy club. He runs the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. But he is right. hysterical. But check him out. Because when I first saw the movie, I'm thinking, he's too big to be Jackie Gleason. And then you watch him, and you're like, oh, my God, he got him nailed. Zach, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Rick is in Blairstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rick. Hi, it's Rick in Waretown, actually. Oh, Rick in Waretown. Hi, Rick. All right, how you doing? Good. My favorite of all time, I think, would be the Carol Burnett show. Yeah, they run that every night. And who's your favorite actor on the Carol Burnett show? That's a, it's got to be Tim Conway. The Dentist with Conway and Harvey Corman. Every time I watch it, it hurts you. It's like, yeah, I can't remember the episode, but it's when he was... Some kind of animal he was imitating would have to go snarf, something like that. Uh, I just, I would lose it. I, I forget what the heck he was trying to imitate, but uh, yeah. it was just uh, the greatest of episodes. And she's still alive. And, uh, and and I'm telling you, you go back and you watch those shows and just, you know, the, the cast. Remember the curtain rod that would go across the back when she played like the Gone with the Wind? I forget the name of it. The Southern Belle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I watch I'll, I'll watch those reruns all the time if I can see them. Yeah, it's just harmless funny. Uh, Dave is in Levittown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? Good, pal. How are you? Uh, I'm doing spectacular. Driving around towing. You're driving around what? Doing tow tow jobs. Oh, okay. So yeah, every time you show up, you're the hero. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm the last part of the uh, the crew to show up and make the mess go away. Yeah, you should show up in like a cape, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a mask. I, I, I watch Seinfeld. I watch Frasier. I watch uh, Roseanne. Like that's my end of the day things. Two and a half men. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, it just I I do it just to I don't know clears my head, makes me laugh, and then. You know, tomorrow's a new day. I'm with you. Yeah, and that's exactly, that's like the best way to put it. You know, that's the best way to put it. Because, like, you know, you hear the jazz music, and then you hear, This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I am going to, I know I'm going to laugh my ass off. And like I said before, two and a half men, they run that promo on TV land, spend the weekend at the beach house. I'm telling you, Saturday night, my set is locked in to two and a half men. Uh, I, 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 as much as I've seen them all, I can't stop laughing. And uh, and what's the other one? Everybody loves Raymond. We talked about uh, oh Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld is uh, that's the, the, probably the most quotable show because it used to be like growing up. Leonard Stern wrote the Honeymooners, and if you grew up like if you're our age, you know oh, yeah. every line. Hello, my son. Over the weekend, oh, yeah. my son Albert was standing behind his friend. And the kid swung a golf club and caught him right under the eye. A big egg blew up under his eye. And I knew it was going to go away. You know, and he went, you know, he's okay. He's going to be all right. It's just one of those deals where, you know, when you hit, you get hit, you get the egg, and then the egg goes away. One of those deals. Yeah, man. He came home, and all I could do was laugh. And I showed him, him and his friends, the clip of the honeymoon is where Ralph learns how to play golf. Blanchett Feed family. Hello, ball. That was when I was a little kid, all them shows, man. They were yeah. funny. Red Fox. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sanford like, and Son. All them shows. All in the family. Like, oh, yeah, man. 
you can't stop laughing. Yeah, you cannot stop laughing. Let's go to Tammy in Bristol. Hi, Tammy. Hello. How are you? So, our favorite show is Married with Children. When uh, you just want to veg and have something run on the TV that's going to be funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, did you watch the football game yesterday? Yes. The Eagle game, right, when the quarterback went hurt, got hurt? There's a, there's a thing going around on Twitter. Uh, and it's a picture of Al Bundy in his football uniform. And it puts out no. the, the 49ers got their new, their, their, their new, their new quarterback. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Look that up. That's awesome. You've got to look it up. It is hysterical. Tammy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. As a matter of fact, I, I copied it and I tweeted it out to about 50 of my friends. Uh, it's hysterical. It just says, uh, let me grab it here. Let me grab it here. Uh, here, it says 49ers forced to put in their fifth-string quarterback and there's a picture of Al Bundy in his football uniform standing next to Peg in front of the 49er bench. <laughs> I want 1-800-283-101.5. Here's what I want you to do. Give me the your go-to sitcom. Give me the one that you go to when you just want to laugh. You know, we say we do this in honor of Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams passed away today, 75 years old. Lisa Loring, Wednesday from the Adams Family, passed away Saturday at 64. Some of what we got here, uh, I put it out on social media. I put it out on Facebook, and I put it up on Twitter. So if you want to comment, I'll read him on the radio, because I know sometimes you're busy. 1-800-283-101.5, your go-to sitcom, Jimmy Palumbo, Beer League 2, coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. Do stick around. No one knows Jersey. one 800 283 101.5 Steve Trevelis hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight and it's the uh, best of Dennis and Judy but right now Cindy Williams passed away at the age of 75 she's been on the show I played a clip of her earlier uh, Lisa Loring Wednesday from the Adams family passed away Saturday at 64 I want to know Adams family one of the funniest sitcoms also Tish uh, that's French Give me your go-to sitcom when you just want to laugh. 1-800-283-101.5. Pat is in Colonia under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pat. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I don't know. Being a fat man, I guess uh, Mike and Molly, I don't know if you watch that show, but he's a cop, and Melissa McCarthy, very funny show. I love that show. I love that show. That's that's another one. Like, they're all week along, they can, uh, uh, TV land, they run that all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they have that. She, uh, she's a very good actress. She had a couple great episodes when she was going on the first date, and I'm, I'm just some of those ones you just sit there and you just... Like you said, keep your mind off reality for a day. You need some, a good laugh. You know what? That's the family that you want to hang with. You know what I mean? Like, when you think about it, first of all, it's, it's so weird with that show because it started out, right? It started out where Mike and Molly were fat. And uh, and uh, the sister was hot. She was Miss Florida. At one oh, yeah. Point. Uh, was it Katie Mixon, yeah. right? She was once mm-hmm. a Miss Florida. She was hot. And then next thing you know, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Mike, Mike both lose, like, tons and tons of weight. Mike went to have bariatric surgery. And uh, now he's real skinny in Bob Hart Abishola. But even a boyfriend, that guy Vince, I don't know his real actor name, Vin- but the Vince, he was, he was right there. He was- oh, Louis M- M- Michello, right? Louis Mustachello. Yeah. And, and yeah, and and he was funny, and uh, and uh, the girl Swoozy Kurtz, 
Right? Mm-hmm. The mom was a slut. I mean, it was so <laughs> yeah. freaking funny that they, they were the, the sh- but, but it was funny, like I said, they, they, they went from like the characters completely remade themselves over the course of the show. And you know what else was good? Did you ever see the show that Katie Mixon went to after Mike and Molly called American Family? No, I've never seen that. No, that show will hurt you. It's so funny. Uh, I don't know I'll what really happened. Look it it was look it yeah. Look it up. She. It was her and uh, uh, the guy that played uh, Oswald on. Um, uh, oh God, uh, on the Drew Carey show. Uh, oh, my, but the two of them. It was so they they were husband and wife and they got three kids and basically they're like white trash who moves into Westport, New York. Nice. You got to check it out. You got to check it out. And she's now, and she got big. But 1-800-283-101.5. Some of the ones I got, Big Bang Theory. By the way, if you're, whether you're a fan of Big Bang Theory or not, Melissa Rausch is playing um, the Judge Stone's daughter on Night Court. They brought back Night Court. Harry Stone was the judge, played by Harry Anderson, who passed away. So she comes back. They put her as a judge. And she's, I think, Amy Stone. She's uh, Judge Stone's daughter. And John Larroquette, as Dan Fielding, is back. And I'm telling you, that show, I watched it the first couple of episodes. They just brought it back. It is the hottest show on NBC right now. And it is hysterical. Her brother Ben comes in here. He's the guy at the Jersey Christmas. But she's from Marlboro. But you've got to check that show out. I swear to God. That's another one. Nobody's trying to teach you a lesson. All you do is laugh. And uh, be great for that show that you bring Marsha Warfield back. Roz. Because she's doing stand-up comedy now. I worked with her a couple of times. But let's see. Some of the other shows we got. Uh, the Creek. I can't say the word on the radio, you know. Friends was pretty cool. The Office. My sons. You know, my son Lennon is 16 years old. He's been watching The Office for the last four years. He, you know, he doesn't have the, he's, he's not into DVDs, of course. He's my son Lennon. He's 16. That's beyond him. But every episode, he's got them. You know, they're on demand. They're not too far. far uh, they're not too hard to find. But he will watch hours and hours of The Office. Yeah, I wonder like how disillusioned he's going to be when he actually gets a job and ends up working in a real office and finds out that it's not really like that. But uh, you can make the case that The Office is the sitcom of the 2010s, right? You can make the case that Two and a Half Men is the sitcom of the 2010s. Uh, only it was only on for like half of the 2010s. Uh, let's see, All in the Family. Thing about All in the Family, or oh, you could never make that today. Really? Then why is it on uh, 15 different oldie channels? They're still running it. So it's not like you can't find it. Sopranos? And is there really a comedy? It was supposed to be a comedy. And uh, it kind of it, it made a very dramatic turn. 1-800-283-101.5. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, when they got Danny DeVito, they became always funny in Philadelphia. Uh, but that was a big one. Getting a lot of Big Bang Theory, getting a lot of uh, the It crowd. I've never, have, you, have you ever heard of the It crowd? You have? I have not heard of the It crowd. Is it worth checking out? Married with Children, we got. Honeymooners, of course. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I forgot to, I tried to, it took so long to get that. What's the It crowd? It's the IT crowd. Oh, the IT crowd. It's a British show about an IT uh, uh, like section of a company. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty Like cool. The Office? Like funny like that? 
Oh, uh, yeah, funny like that, but it's British comedy, so if that's your thing... Well, I The Office Daughter is British comedy. Yeah. And then it became American. They tried... Did you see the new one, American Auto? I don't think so. That's a, that's right after Night Court. Oh. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say they tried to make the IT crowd an American version, but it just didn't work. No. Yeah, they attempted it. <laughs> they put two letters in front of it, and that's what it turned out to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Dominsky and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominsky and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominsky and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominsky and Doyle, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. XW Trenton, WKXW HD. To listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once. Well, I certainly hope you have the time. I'm going to be here at 11 o'clock doing it, Steve Trevelyse. Hanging out in New Jersey 101.5. Go to NJ1015.com. Do your homework. Check out uh, what Giant fans should be doing during the Super Bowl, who we should be rooting for, the Super Bowl packages that are available and all that. All right, Jimmy Palumbo, my friend Jimmy Palumbo. He's got over 100 TV and film credits. Uh, Jimmy Palumbo's been at this for over 25 years. You know him from that damn Michael Chi show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He co-starred... Uh, he had a co-starring role in Luke Beeson's The Family with Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer, Tommy Lee Jones, and Jimmy Palumbo. You can also find him in... God, I, I, you know, when he first came in here, uh, I didn't know who he was until I started. I'm looking at him, looking at him, looking at him, and then it all comes back, you know, Blue Bloods, Boardwalk Empire, uh, Sex in the City, and uh, Beer League. And now he has written and will act in Beer League 2, and he joins me now. What's up, pal? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, brother? Dude, it took me long. You're the longest intro I ever gave anybody, I'm well, telling you. Listen, you know what? I think I'm going to call you up at home every day because it's good when you do my intro. I'm <laughs> pulling off all those credits. Uh, and listen, and that all brought me to the Steve Travelly show. You, you, you have to work your way here, Jimmy. It's not easy. Not easy. <laughs> So 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 oh, now. Great to be on your show, man. Oh, same here, man. Same, great to have you. And I gotta ask you now. Uh, the team was suspended for sixteen years, Johnny Trino, right? And, and now we're back. And how did we get back here? All right. Well, here's what happened. I ended up. Um, uh, I ran into uh, a guy. I did a little movie for a guy named uh, Tom Baldinger mm -hmm. over at Six Twenty Four Productions, Jersey guy. I also hooked up with this guy named Greg Alpern, who's producing shows over at Stand Up New York. Right. And I always had this idea to introduce the Beer League characters 16 years later. Like, what happened to these guys, you know? Uh -huh. So um, we, uh, Tom and Greg were like, we got to do this. We got to do this. Said, okay. So I wrote something down, wrote something up. And I figured, let me, let me try to do something like, I don't know, where we're going to just release stuff on the Internet. So we're calling it Beer League 2, but in reality, it's, it's going to be released. Uh, as a social media web series kind of deal. Right. And I went, I called up each cast member and um, they all were very enthusiastic. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course you got Artie and Ralph Macchio and uh, Ralph was very good about it. He was interested. He came on my podcast last week. Right. Um, and he can't wait to see it. Uh, and we, we tend to shoot more of these, so this is just kind of the beginning of it. Right. I was able to get um, – I, I, Artie knows about it. Artie's just not 
Artie Lang is just not quite ready to do anything, but he's everybody everybody's on board with it. They just whether or not they appear in what episode, we haven't gotten all that down, but I was able to get Manganelli and my wife, uh, Maddie Corman, and uh, Deej, Michael Deej, who played Alphonse, and the original bartender. Uh, I got the original bartender from the short we did, Game Day, directed by Mike Ruane, which led to Beer League. Um, and I talked to Frank Sebastiano, the director, mm-hmm. and so I ended up getting Joe Latrulio, who played Dave in it. I got Elizabeth Regan's guy. I got Mary Birdsong doing stuff. Um, I got Mousy from the original short. All my fans will know who that is. Uh, so I pretty much got everybody, you know, uh, and everybody's like kind of taking a, the ones they're looking at it like, what, Jimmy, what are you doing here? What do you got going on? So I hooked up with Greg and Tom. Tom uh-huh. directed it. And we had a, it, it they, you know, the dailies and stuff came out really cool. And I'm like, holy, you know, wow, we might have something here. So we started promoting it. Obviously, you can. There's BeerLeague2.com, and you can go on Instagram to the BeerLeague2 site and Facebook, BeerLeague2, and all that. Um, there's my shameless plug. Uh-huh. We plan to release it um, on the opening day of baseball, March 30th. Now, that's great. Is it going to be a movie, or is it going to be a web series? No, it's, it's really going to be, for now, it's set up as a movie. Right. But it really is, I hate to use the word web series, but I guess initially that's what it is. I guess we're taking the Cobra Kai uh, formula. <laughs> there you go. If you got to do it, man, you got the role model there in Ralph. Listen, I, I know this beer league was a, was a, you know, we're not talking about Karate Kid here, um, but it has a lot of fans. I mean, I, <laughs> that, yes, it does. All the time and say 706, that's what Johnny Trino, my character, batted in the movie. And uh-huh. I have a lot of fun with it on my podcast, by the way, the Jimmy Palumbo show. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the Jersey number for today on the podcast? Oh, the Jersey number net tomorrow's podcast right. will be number ninety nine. Mark Gastineau. So there's a lot of mystery, and it is the final Jersey I will do because okay. nobody wears over you know, three numbers. Yeah. Um, so it could be I don't know. People are saying I'm going to go with Aaron Judge, but I don't know. I'm going Mark Gastineau. Well, it could be. That's another good one, of course. It's all I have not decided yet. I will okay. decide tomorrow at noon. Uh, I'm going to have Todd Frazier on, New Jersey's finest nice. guy. Uh, met Yankee. I met him at a, uh, doing a stand-up club mm-hmm. show with Ryan Moore uh, in Seaside. And uh-huh. we started chatting. I'm a big Rutgers guy. And he said, hey, come on the show, blah, blah, blah. So we got all the, the everything set up, you know, the, the podcast, the Jimmy Pornbull show. Check that out. Then you got the. Gearling 2 stuff, and plus I got my own handles, official Jimmy Palumbo on Instagram. So anybody listening, I'm, I'm all on there. Click all over the place. You're going to be hearing a lot about Beer League 2. Yeah. But to be honest with you, Steve, I don't know what the public's going to say. We're, uh, we think it came out good, but... Well, I had Tom Baldinger in here. Tom was in here, and Mark Riccadonna was in here, and I'm going to write an article for the website. I'm going to put I'm going to put this conversation in it. I'm going to put a lot of pictures that he gave me, so we'll put it on nj1015.com as well. Now I got to ask you: You're probably Artie Lang's closest friend. Uh, how's he doing? Um, listen, Artie's doing okay. He's sober. Um, Thank God. He's just uh, he's just trying to. Um, he's just really, uh, you know, all the rumors you hear online, you know, are just not really true. He's just trying to put it all together right now. Good. And uh, get himself healthy and of clear mind. And, uh, 
he's just not really doing anything, any public appearances. But I do talk to him. I talk to his mother and his sister. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's just uh, trying to put it all together. So you, uh, I'm hopeful that in the near future you're, you're going to see Artie Lang again. I, he's got uh, – he he's, he's still got he still got a fastball left in him, and uh, you know I, I pray for him. I wish him well, and uh, he's got a lot of fans out there, Artie. If you're listening, I love you, and um, we'll see. Uh, who knows? Maybe this beer league two thing could be the love letter to Arthur Lang. The love letter to Arthur Lang when he's ready, you know, when he's ready, and he just you know whatever, however much time he needs is going to be well worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. And Ralph, I look forward to that. I know, I know you had Ralph on the podcast. I saw the picture of you and Ralph on Facebook. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we're getting real like geeky with Cobra Kai, which is great. And and he's interested in this as well. When Jimmy Palumbo shows up at your door with a movie, look who's listening to you. This is great. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, he 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 was. You know, I, I, I'm not going to say. Uh, it's you know if Ralph you know Ralph's official involvement, but he's a really nice guy. He's a good guy. What I love about Ralph Macho the most is mm-hmm. um, he never uh, you know he he gave me his cell phone number a hundred years ago on the set of Beer League, and we we chatted over the years. Um, uh, and anytime I asked him a question, I, I needed something. I, um, what his opinion was, he, he was always uh, kind and helpful. Of course, I didn't abuse that. I, I don't I don't text him all that often. But, you know, uh, when I did the podcast, started the podcast, Ralph said, I called him up and I said, Ralph, I want you to do the podcast. Come on, we'll have fun, beer league stuff. And he said, I will do it. I just don't know when. And it took him a while. Right. But then finally I went to a book signing over in Ridgewood um, and bookends there, I think it's called. And um, he said, Jimmy, I'll do your podcast. And you know what? He came on and he stayed on the air a pretty long time. We did about a half hour interview. That's great. And... I was like, you know what? I said to myself, Ralph's a good guy. He said, you know, he's on top of the world again and uh, with Cobra Kai, and he said he would do it, and he did it. And uh, I respect him for that. And as we get, go further with this Beer League 2 stuff, um, you know, uh, I uh, hopefully we'll get everybody in their proper place. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you know what? You're planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds. You're spreading the fertilizer and something beautiful is going to grow out of this, Jimmy Palumbo. I can well, see it. I feel it. Steve, you know, Beer League has always been about Johnny Trino. I mean, the best mm-hmm. hitter ever in softball. Absolutely. I mean, 706. Right I mean, I don't know if I can bat 706. I'm hoping about 206. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of the one of the themes we're going to cover as we move forward with this is, you know, these are older guys now. They're in their fifties. Yeah, and they get they get kind of challenged a little bit. Like, can they play? So it's a little bit like you know, old guys looking around saying, "Hey, you know, we're not the same athletes we once were, but we could still we're still fundamentally sound. We're just physically not sound anymore." Mm. So it's a little bit about that trying to play a sport you used to play just not at a high level that you used to do and trying to, you know, just for two hours a week, get your youth back. And uh, that's just one of those themes, you know, we're, we're you know, fifties are not eighties. You know, no, but you know what? Old. We can still, you know, this is a movie that everybody could relate to. You know, and uh, that's what makes it so good. Jimmy, I can't thank you enough, man, for coming on. We got to keep in touch. We got to get you down here. 
Yep, I promise you. As we get closer to this uh, date, this March thirtieth opening day, I will. Uh, I'll come down there. All right. As as Ralph Macchio showed up on your podcast, Jimmy Palumbo will show up in my studio. See that? I will come down there on a Monday night, and drive the, the seven and a half hours. <laughs> like the last time. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get a hotel room. That's what I'll do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Where, where are you playing? Where are you going to plug yourself? What's going on? Where are you playing? Uh, I'm doing the biggest thing I'm doing is I'm doing a big show at the Avenel Performing Arts Center in New Jersey. Beautiful theater. Um, uh, it's March 10th and 11th. Uh-huh. It holds around 200 seats. I got a really good uh, comedian on the bill. I'll be headlining two nights. Please come out and say hello. All my Colonia High School, my Woodbridge High School, my JFK and Islam there. I'm trying to make it a big uh, Woodbridge reunion for all my friends and family. Uh, come on out. Bust my chops. There's a beautiful restaurant there. Um, I'm also doing some shows at Daryl's house up in upstate New York. Look at you. Nice. Listen. The podcast is... You were uh, the other oats? And uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm no Ralph Marshall. Hall uh, and Palumbo. I can see it now. <laughs> I've decided I decided when someone gets the big double, I'm the guy leading off second. Uh-huh. Who got the who got the the cheap base hit and the walk that moved me over. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not the, I'm no star by any shot, but you know what? I'm always, you know... I'm still, I'm still a pain in the neck to pitch to. You know I mean? There you go. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. All right, pal. Best of luck. We'll talk soon. You got it, Steve. Thank you so much. God bless you. You got it, pal. God bless you, too. 1-800-283-101.5. Jimmy Palumbo, Beer League 2. Here's fast traffic. Please you by the New Jersey Lottery. Live larger with the New Jersey Lottery. Now at pick three, there's more to celebrate because more winning tickets earn even bigger prizes. Any winning $1 straight wager is guaranteed a $500 prize. Play pick three because anything can happen in New Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5. You may even get Beer League 2 redone. Jimmy Palumbo. We'll get that on NJ1015.com. Uh, good to hear good stuff about Artie. Good to hear Artie's uh, getting better every day, Artie Lang. And uh, who knows, Ralph Macho could be in this as well. So uh, Beer League, what's great about Beer League, it's one of the cult, one of the best cult movies of our time. You know, cult movie, like uh, only, only the cool people saw it. Only the cool people like it. Uh, the hip, if you will. Uh, now I'm dating myself. But we have a rich history in New Jersey when it comes to movies, you know. Um, and there was a, there's a place uh, called Far and Wide. Uh, it's a website that put together a list of what they say are the movies that best represent New Jersey. And I would say Beer League is a movie that best represents New Jersey, right? Guy, you know, Jersey, so, you know, softball team. Beer League softball team. Uh, on the list of what they've come up with, were the worlds set in New Jersey, but is that a movie that really represents New Jersey? The movie that they came up with that most represents New Jersey, what do you think that would be? If I, if I asked you, the movie that they say best represents New Jersey. Alabama was to kill a mockingbird. Alaska into the wind. I don't know about that. Raising Arizona in Arizona. Yeah. Sling Blade for Arkansas. But the movie that best Chinatown for California. 
The Shining for Colorado. I mean, if I say it to you, like, Beer League is a movie that takes place in Jersey, right? Mystic Pizza, Connecticut. But if I said to you, what would be the movie that best represents... Fight Club for Delaware. The movie that best represents New Jersey. And what they did was they came up with, like, one movie from each state. Uh, Moonlight for Florida. I'm scrolling down. Forrest Gump for Georgia. The movie that they said, The Descendants for Hawaii. It's interesting to see Napoleon Dynamite for Idaho. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Chicago, right? Abe Fromm and the Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> and a friend of mine who was going to use that as his radio name, Abe Froman. Uh, Hoosiers for Indiana, that makes sense, right? Field of Dreams for Iowa also makes sense. Uh, Kansas, what do you think the movie for Kansas would be, Ryan? The Wizard of Oz, right? Toto, this isn't Kansas anymore. Uh, then we've got Coal Miner's Daughter for Kentucky. Right, we're getting close here. We're getting close. Uh, let's see. T- 12 Years a Slave for Louisiana. Shawshank Redemption for Maine. Blair Witch Project for Maryland. What would be the movie that best represents New Jersey? Hmm. Goodwill Hunting for Massachusetts. Dream Girls for Michigan. The Mighty Ducks for Minnesota. Really? Well, you could say that. The Help in Mississippi. What would be Meet Me in St. Louis for Missouri? Okay, I'm getting that. That's kind of old. The River Runs Through It for Montana. Really going far here, right? Terms of Endearment for Nebraska. I wouldn't have ever made these connections. What would you say? What movie would you say best represents New Jersey? Like a movie that was filmed in New Jersey? Or yeah, something? about no, a movie like about New Jersey. It takes place in New Jersey, best represents New Jersey. There's this website far and wide, mm. and they took like a movie, like Ocean's Eleven, they say best represents uh, uh, Nevada, I guess Vegas, right? Mm, right, uh, yeah. Uh, New Hampshire would be Jumanji. What would New Jersey be? Hmm, you know, I just heard... Um I didn't know this, and I don't know if they're vocal about it in the film, but War of the Worlds was form, uh, filmed in uh, Bayonne. Yeah, like but that doesn't represent New Jersey. No, but what about, like, uh, maybe this is too obvious, but what about Garden State? Never Garden State? Garden State? I, I, yeah, so with, with, uh, with George Carlin and uh, no. Ben Affleck, or the one with Dylan McDermott? No, the one with Zach Braff and Natalie Portman. Oh, that Garden State, yeah. right. Because he comes back to New Jersey after his mom passed, and he's kind of catching up with his old friends and rekindles love and in the New, New Jersey. It's you know I don't know if it really no it's a good guess it too much. It's a but, good guess. Yeah. Uh, how about how about how about this guy's movie? It's in my blood, man. I've been listening since I was a kid. Are you kidding me? Like you got to remember, I grew up at convenience stores, and before I brought in a TV to Quick Stop, it was all radio. I have no clue what that is. Clerks, that's Kevin Smith. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, my God. He was gosh. on the show. I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> they say Clerks is the movie that best represents New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. Right, that life tracks. and convenience, yeah. do the whole thing, right? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, 1 800 283 101.5. 
Go to nj1015.com. You're going to make Super Bowl plans. Eagle fans do travel well. I got the information at nj1015.com. What do the Giant fans think about this Super Bowl? And who will they be rooting for? Got it for you at nj1015.com. Along with the, uh, the new songs by the Weaklings. I've just seen a face. What a great job they do. Eddie Testa. I am from Freehold, too. we got the big show February 24th, which is selling fast. Uh, so uh, I would definitely check it out if I were you. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And for now, it's time to hear what Ryan has to say. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today. Give me the news. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? What is going on out here, my friend? Uh, Milltown, New Jersey is having a little bit of trouble. They, uh, they're down a groundhog. They're down a groundhog. Down Wait, a somebody groundhog. run it over? <laughs> so uh, with just, just days remaining before Groundhog Day 2023, which is February 2nd. Really? Uh, yeah. It appears that this tiny New Jersey town of Milltown has hit a snag again, the second year in a row. Uh, Milltown Mel, their uh, weather predicting groundhog. Milltown Mel? Milltown Mel. Okay. Last year, in the days leading up to Groundhog Day 2022, Milltown Mel passed away. And so they were down Milton. Passed Mel. away or uh, <laughs> became roadkill? <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil wasn't too happy. So. Yeah, Punxsutawney went to the funeral of Milltown <laughs> Mel. Okay. Um, and so this year they vowed to find a replacement for this year's ceremony. And they did. However. They did? W- where did they find them? They just, I don't know where oh, you they find, just wherever found. you find a groundhog. Yeah, really. Where do you find it? <laughs> they just kind of reach into the ground into a random hole and hope for the best. Um they said that they found a new groundhog, and they originally scheduled to have him make his debut this year, but they won't be able to, according to the state of New Jersey statutes. What? So There's a statute about groundhogs? I assume it has something to do uh, with, uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know. Taking an animal out of the ground or moving an animal. They're, they're, what? It doesn't explain. Uh, what the statute might be, um, but they said that they're still going to try and find a replacement in time for this year. Um, they only have a few days left, so I'm not sure how it's going to be. But there are other New Jersey groundhogs. I had no idea. I had no idea either. I thought Punks Tony was the only one. He's in Pennsylvania. So what do we got, um, Jersey Jerry? So we got Jersey City Jerry. <laughs> Jersey Jerry. No. Uh, so in uh, Essex County, they had Lady Edwina, who this year is Essex Ed. Wait, 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 wait. Is this lady Edwina is identifying as Essex Ed? Are we now woke? We woke the groundhogs or what? Oh, wait. How does Lady Edwina become Essex Ed? Actually, I got it reversed. It was Essex Ed. Lady Edwina replaced Essex Ed. So it was a different kind of transition. Different groundhog. Different groundhog. Though. Not one groundhog that no, suddenly, this is a suddenly groundhog. realized, <laughs> woke up and woke up and found himself. He saw his shadow. And, uh, yeah, he saw more than that. Yeah. Um, and so, other than that, there's also, uh, what's it called? Stonewall Jackson the sixth in uh, Sussex County, and Staten Island Chuck. What happened to the other five Stonewall Jacksons? <laughs> 
<laughs> the pelts are hanging on the wall. Okay, this else? is what'll happen to you. Really? There's more winter. Um, so you give uh, us six more weeks of winter, you're going to find yourself right next to. You're going to be Stonewall number seven. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with all this talk of the Super Bowl, uh, we haven't really talked about this within it. There's two brothers that are going to be playing oh, against each other. Yeah, the Kelseys. Jason and uh, Travis. Yeah, Jason and Travis. So um, they're for their respective teams, both incredible players. Um, and her mom had this to say, it's your hopes and dreams coming true, but it's also your worst fears. Somebody's going to go home a loser, and neither, neither one of them lose very well. Mmm, okay. Yeah. Mrs. Kelsey. We'll be hearing a lot. I, I, I can see the Chunky Soup commercial coming out now. <laughs> They could totally do like a left Twix, right Twix thing. Like maybe I'm giving them ideas. I don't know, but like you know, two brothers. Yeah. Terrible. They're very outspoken. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a New Jersey scam that's coming around. It's a Cadbury chocolate scam. What? So uh, you're gonna you would you'll get a text and it'll say that Cadbury chocolate will pay you six hundred dollars each week if you just drive around with your car wrapped in their logo. <laughs> Okay. Uh, except they won't, because it's a scam. Uh, and so police... And so law, what do you do? You give them... Just give us your social security number, <laughs> and we'll send you a Cadbury wrap for your car? So th they'll text you all the information, and uh, if you message the number back, they'll send you a fake check to deposit into your bank account, which, obviously, it's not going to go through. So when you go to pay them uh, that amount, they're actually... You're just paying them with your own money, um, and then they just never send you anything. Wait a minute. They send you the check to pay them? Hey, this isn't Cadbury. No, no, no. But the scammers, they, they send yeah. you, we're going to send you a $600 check. They send you a fake check. A fake check. A fake check that you'll deposit thinking it's a real one so that when you go to pay them... Well, why would you um, pay them with the check that they gave you? Uh, for the wrap on the vehicle. They give you, oh, the, they give they you the check. They give you the check and they say, here's the check. Now, would you pay us? You pay us $650, whatever it is. We'll give you the check. I assume it's that they'll pay, they'll give you the $600 check, and then you'll go and get your car wrapped for the Cadbury thing, and then you're just kind of a sucker driving around in a Cadbury car. But how do you, but, but they gave you the money. Well, they gave you a fake check. So when you go to try and pay, it's not so your you, money. Wait, but, 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 back up. Yeah. You're, you say, I, I'm going I'm to do the Cadbury wrap. Okay. Yes, so I'm going to take my money, and I'm going to buy the Cadbury wrap. So I'm giving them the check, and then they're going to give me... Who does that? I got, I got no idea. It makes no sense. If you want me to... If you want me to wrap my car... See, we're going to pay you $600 to wear a Cadbury wrap on your car. Yeah. Okay. Here's the $600 check. Thank you. I put it in my bank account. It's a fake check, but I'm not giving them a check. Uh, well... I guess the issue is less with the, having the money from the check and more with when you go to pay because it's not a real check. There's no go money to going to your account but, but, for the but wrap it, on the vehicle. But 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 who's but but they're giving me the check. But why? I don't see how they profited. <laughs> I don't either. I, I guess when you maybe go to this pay, why this isn't much of a scam. Maybe the the decal agent is a oh it's the decal agent. What? They're, I was trying to get to it. It's at the bottom of the thing here. Uh, the decal agent is still them. So when you go to pay for it, you're just paying them. I'm gonna. So they're saying they're saying to me, we want you to buy this decal. Mm -hmm. Put the decal on your car, and we'll give you six hundred dollars. Yep. So I'm gonna buy the decal first, and then I'm gonna do this, and they're gonna send me the six hundred dollars. Yes. Which I will deposit into my checking account, which means nothing. But they already beat me for the money of the decal. Yes, sir. 
And so then who would do that? Uh, someone who wants to make six hundred dollars per week driving in a Cadbury cream car. The, but you're not getting the decal. Well, yeah, but the. Oh, all right, wait, 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 wait. So I'm going to give you the money for the decal. Yeah. And then you're going to, now I'm thinking, all right, once I do this, I'm going to get 600 a week from Cadbury. Yeah. And then they're going to send me $600 check, which is going to go nowhere. But they already, so all they really want is the money for the decal. That's all the, that's the entire scam is the money that they would get on the decal. That's what they're going, that's the whole idea of this. Yeah. Oh my God. We are the Gardens. Ryan Bissell. How's it going? Headlines and trip lines. Uh, what's going on? All right. Uh, Graham Colligan, uh, who was the social media manager for TikTok for the Summit Diner, uh, mm. he lost his job and uh, started posting some weird stuff. So uh, Grant Colligan was posting from Summit Diner just a few months ago promoting the local business, and then right. suddenly he was spouting off his least favorite New Jersey malls, the high cost of local homes, and alleged mistreatment by his former employer. The post shared by... On Ad TikTok? On TikTok, yeah. He did that all in 20 seconds? Yeah. He, he, he must not have been too angry. <laughs> no, it's, uh, he didn't do Continued it Continued on next TikTok. <laughs> he, single sentences. Uh, no, he uh, emerged weeks after Colligan says he was fired from his job as a social media, media manager for Summit Downtown, so the downtown area of Summit, New Jersey. Right. Uh, the nonprofit organization that represents businesses in the Union County City's downtown special improvement district. Uh, he says that they fired, uh, says Summit, New Jersey fired me as a social media, media manager, but I'm still logged into their TikTok account. <laughs> All right, time to start some New Jersey drama. Uh, so this will prohibit him from getting another job, probably. Yeah, uh, and uh, so he started saying all sorts of uh, mean things. Mm. Uh, he says uh, that, uh, where is it here? Um, that he was railing against... Uh, Multi-million dollar homes in the Summit area. He says he made uh, $23 an hour making uh, working 10 to 15 hours a week, which isn't too bad. I don't see what he's complaining about. Um, but then, He probably thought he should make it $24. Exactly. <laughs> um, neighbor, the downtown area of Naperville, uh, Illinois, said right. that they're looking for someone to help launch their TikTok page, but not someone who will take it over and lock them out. Oh, okay. You kind of screwed yourself out of a future opportunity here. Yeah. He, All right. What like, else we got? But let me just say, though, that oh. is, like, one of the most public burnings of, like, any bridges ever. Like, of all the, like, what's, like, from your memory, the one time you saw someone, like, burn everything down just live? Oh, God, I have to think about it. I guess, there are a few that would come to mind. I'll, I'll uh, read the next one. You know one you're going out. out. You're going out in a blaze of glory, right? <laughs> so what do you got? You, you do that when you know you're going completely out of the field. You know what I mean? Or you're going to retire, or it's like, you know, um, you always hear about that guy that locked himself in the radio station and played the same record over and over again, you know, that stuff happened? like that. Oh, yeah, it would happen. It was, it was an old prank uh, <laughs> back in the days of records. You know, we are not learning. I'm going to keep playing this over and over and over again. And uh, it was in the Buddy Holly story. Uh, I will. Uh, so uh, in Seattle, a man was found fully clothed in a bathtub, uh, but it wasn't his home. So a man suspected of breaking into Seattle home has refused to come clean about his intentions. He was in a bathtub and he refused to come clean? Absolutely. Probably because of the clothes. Um, so a woman came home. You didn't get that, huh? No, I, well, uh. I didn't think it was funny. Oh, okay. It wasn't a dirty joke. You don't have to say you don't think it's funny. <laughs> it you wasn't could, a dirty you could, joke. You could laugh. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, now you're making your own jokes. Okay. I thought that was funny. Just to um, make you feel guilty. Go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> so police. So the woman came home. Her window was broken. She obviously knows there's someone in her house. Right. So she calls the police, and they come in to find this man sitting in the bathtub, fully filled with water, fully clothed, and uh, he refused to explain his actions. And that's just it. Just a 27-year-old man broke into someone's house, and he's sitting in the bathtub. Well, there's only one thing we can say to that. This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.